Going into Super Bowl weekend, we've got a few ideas for you. We'll have to pull up Sarah's chili recipe, get it from the grips of her hands after Super Bowl weekend. But JJ brought in a new dip that he learned about. Mm-hmm. It is quite good. Yeah, so far nobody has stuck their nose up at it. Well, no one's going to do it in front of your face. But, but I, mean, I would if it wasn't. This This is what I would say. If I saw nobody take a second bite of it, I knew that it wouldn't be their jam. And I am the first person who tells you, don't eat something you don't like the taste of. <laughs> right. I am never offended if someone tells me, like, oh, I don't care for this. The only time I think I've ever been offended by something I did was I brought my famous homemade pickles for one of our coworkers to try. And they looked in the jar and they're like, no. So why? They're like, well, what's that weird green thing? And I'm like, dill? Dill? Who was it? I'm not I'm not going to throw him under the bus in his 80s style hair. I just won't. That would okay. be inappropriate Got for it. me to talk about it. Got it. Um, but, you know, if you, truth be told, if you've never seen homemade pickles before, it's not like when you get a jar of, no, of no. you know, store-bought pickles, they usually have a big sprig of dill or garlic in there. But how old are you? Because we've all grown up with. Homemade pickles. Okay, so anyway. And he just misses out. No big deal. Here's the dip recipe. Here's what I'll say about it. You can eat a lot of it. Yeah. And still be comfortable. It is not (laughs) overbearing with flavor. There is a warning going into this dip, though, that it includes red wine vinegar, which is a very specific taste. And I will note this. I added a little bit at a time to make sure that it didn't become overbearing. Hmm. Right. Okay. So this is the uh, I also this is Bridget Marquardt's dip, and Who you might was, remember her. She was Hugh Hefner's girlfriend. Yep, one Hugh of Hefner's. Hugh Hefner's girlfriends. <laughs> JJ and I both loved the show Girls Next Door, which was about the three girlfriends who lived in Hugh Hefner's house. I don't know why I watched this. When I was, never watched any reality television, but I for sure watched the whole first season of this show. We must have it must have been a cultural thing at that point. What year was that? What year did that show come out? Ooh. It had to have been early 2000s-ish. Yeah, I think I you'd be know. right. Okay, so the Girls Next Door reality television series about the girlfriends of Playboy uh Playboy's Hugh Hefner. It aired from Oh, my gosh. It aired so much longer than I thought. It started in the sixth season was in 2009. Yeah, early Yeah, so early 2000s. So it would have started in... Cow, that's amazing. 2003-ish? Yeah, I can't believe this. Yeah. Interesting, okay. I definitely didn't watch it all the way through, but I do remember watching it, and I do remember Bridget being my favorite. She's my favorite, too. So, and this is her dip recipe. And this is her dip <laughs> this is her dip recipe and I started listening to a podcast <laughs> where a couple of them are kind of breaking down episodes. And don't ask me why. It just this happened to be the thing that popped up and I do find it interesting and I read Holly Madison's book. Yes, I remember when she wrote the book. I remember like I watched a lot of her interviews, but I don't think I ever read the book. I don't think I cared that much about her. They got a big feud. Those two don't care for Kendra. Holly and Kendra have a major, you know, public yes, back and forth. Anyway, yes. to but the I dip itself. But I liked Kendra too because then Kendra went on to have her own little show. Yeah, and she, she really, married a basketball dude. Yep, and then later divorced him, and now she sells real estate, I believe. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You follow them so much more than I do. Well, but... I, you know, once I started listening to this podcast, you really go down a rabbit hole. Yeah, and in in one of the podcast episodes. She casually mentions this cottage cheese-based dip. 
And Holly goes, oh, it's so good. I love it so much. You should do a YouTube video where you make it. She goes, I did. They never mentioned it again. And so immediately I said, I got to go find that cottage uh, cheese dip recipe. cottage cheese dip. I've never made a dip with cottage cheese. Have you ever heard of that before? No, I haven't. But here's why I think that J.J. Gordon like had to do the digging to find this cottage cheese-based dip is because so many dips are mayo-based. Right. So many. And J.J. Gordon, not a mayo guy. Nope. Doesn't like mayonnaise. And so if you can find a dip that is, and it did have, it was supposed to have a little bit of mayo, but you subbed in something else. Yeah, some Greek yogurt. And I don't know that it's it would be real noticeable. No. If you, anyway. I don't think so either. So, but I mean, I think that for, it's kind of got a tzatziki vibe to it. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit like, it's a tzatziki almost consistency. But if you have someone that likes dips, but isn't really a hummus fan, this would probably be more up there. It's garlicky. Yes. Which is surprising to me because we're only talking about a teaspoon of garlic powder. But it's. It it's, has some garlic flavor it's to it. Garlicky, so, and I like it. Okay, so let's give them. Yeah. The so write this down, everybody, if you want to try this. An eight ounce package of cream cheese. You want to set this out so that it's room temperature by the time you make it, so it mixes a little nicer. A sixteen ounce tub of cottage cheese. Here's a suggestion: go with the small curd cottage cheese if you can. Sixteen ounce small curd cottage cheese. If you can, this is the two percent regular size curd that we're eating here, but I did have to mix it a lot to break down those cottage cheese bits. Got it. A lot. A fourth a cup of mayo or a fourth a cup of Greek yogurt. The original recipe calls for mayo. I don't care for that, so I use Greek yogurt instead, which I think also adds a certain tang to this. Yeah. I think you could probably also get away with putting sour cream in there if you really wanted. An eighth a cup of red wine vinegar. Now, here's the thing. I probably added it in in four different little uh, additions, and I tasted it each time to make sure that it wasn't too overpowering. If you love vinegar, just throw that whole eighth of cup. Maybe you want some extra shakes in there to go with it. If you're someone who does not like the like the bite of vinegar, you want to just add a little bit at a time until you get the flavor just right. Then you're going to add a half a teaspoon of celery salt. And one teaspoon of uh, garlic powder, salt and pepper to taste. So here's what you're going to do. Throw the cream cheese in the bowl. Blend it briefly so that it's kind of not just in a block shape anymore. You're going to add the cottage cheese. Mix those things until they're blended. Then you're going to add your mayo or Greek yogurt. Mix again. Then you're going to add the rest of that, adding the vinegar small amounts of time there. It is absolutely a hit around the office today. Yeah, it's real good. I served it with pita chips, with uh, chunks of uh, cucumber. There were some uh, peppers, small bell peppers that I cut up. Uh, oh, some crudités. So you got some celery, some carrot sticks, some uh, cauliflower, and broccoli. And it seems like everyone has a different, a different uh, dip delivery system. So some people like <laughs> the cucumber, some like the pita chips. Goes across. I will tell you this: it's not an overbearing flavor. Like, like in my, we had some at the beginning of the show. I don't feel like I have to go brush my teeth. Right. Right. Like, yes. I feel like if I had to be in a car with someone, my breath would not be offensive. It's 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 really good. It's fun, and it's yeah. just something totally different. It's a different take on what's usually I feel like a mayo based dip. Now, 
my recipe is going to be a little bit mayo-y. Okay, go for but it. But I bet you can sub it out for something else. But I learned about this recipe from a friend of mine, and it's actually a re-drummond recipe. Oh, the Pioneer yeah. Woman. But the Pioneer Woman has an olive cheese bread that is so good, and I've taken so many places. And w- essentially what it is is you get a big, long loaf of French bread, cut it in half, open it up, and you're going to put this mixture on top and bake it. So it's sort of like a French bread pizza in a way. And you could probably add whatever ingredients you wanted, but in this it's, you know, the six-ounce can of black olives, six-ounce can of, I like the pimento-stuffed green olives, two stacks of green onions, a stick of butter, half a cup of mayonnaise, 12 ounces of Monterey Jack cheese, and then you mix that all up and you spread it on top of a loaf of crusty French bread, sliced, sliced lengthwise, put it in the oven, and it is so good. You can cut it into big pieces or little pieces. It is so good. I love it. I've made it at home. I've made it in a pizza oven. I've made it. Oh, in a pizza oven is a great idea. I made it in a pizza oven once, and it was just as good. Because it's got a pizza vibe to it, right? It's a big piece of French bread with a cheese and olive and onion mixture spread on top and baked. Mm -hmm. So it's, I mean, but it is, it's so good. And I have done it with olives and jalapenos before. So I've done one loaf with olives and jalapenos and one loaf with just olives. And even I liked the jalapenos in there. They just add a little bit of something. Enough of a kick? Yeah, just a little kick without being too much. So, What kind of uh, beverage are you are you going with this? Because this seems like something you could have with wine if you really wanted. But Literally also like anything. A cold beer would be <laughs> for good sure. Too. For sure. Okay. I mean, you got to be an olive fan to be in on this, but I love olives. And so um, we'll put both of these recipes at kfgo.com. I actually was typing JJ's as he read it. It's um, 16 ounces of cottage cheese, by the way, someone's asking. Um, yes, we're posting them literally as we speak. I am. I am copying as JJ is talking. Yep. <laughs> so, yes, we will be posting these on our website, and you can grab them there. Um, I don't know where to find JJ's, so, yeah, you might want to just check our website. You could probably find the one that I just listed. It's a redrum and a Pioneer Woman recipe. She's a Food Network person, so if you just Googled, like, Olive Bread Food Network, you would probably find it. But I am going to – I'm posting it. I'm typing it up as we speak, and so – That'll be at kfgo.com. So there are a couple of ideas of something that it aren't, they're not traditional, but they're not so out of the box that they'll look strange at, at right. the Super Bowl, if that makes sense. They would definitely be a good addition to your yes. Super Bowl buffet. A hundred percent. I love that. Awesome. And you can be like, hey, this is one of Hugh Hefner's girlfriend's recipes. Right. I, I don't know why I keep using it every time someone comes I'm like, this is Bridget Marquardt's recipe. Bridget Marquardt, you know? You know, do you remember the show that's been off the air for 15 years? You remember? <laughs>